All right, folks, sorry about that. We're having obviously a little technical difficulty tonight. Our system went down, so we had to go to a backup system that we have. We always have backups, but sometimes it takes a little bit to bring those backups uh, into the system. All right, we're going to be joined here in just a minute by Dr. Doug Frank, also a gentleman from uh, the West Coast, as I said earlier, will join us tonight to talk about a case out of Oregon that I think, uh, well, helps us to understand what we've been saying a long time. By the way, I don't know, and then we'll be joined by Todd Benzman, who's, who's just returned, literally just returned from the border. He is going to give us an update. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but CNN has reported that there are vulnerabilities in the system. Federal cybersecurity officials have verified there are software vulnerabilities in ballot-making devices made by Dominion voting systems. What? This is CNN reporting this. Let me read that again. Federal cybersecurity officials have verified there are software vulnerabilities in certain ballot marking devices made by Dominion voting systems during a controversial Georgia court case, which would, in theory, allow a malicious actor to tamper with the devices, according to a draft analysis reviewed by CNN. That's pretty stunning, is it not? Because we've been told for what? Almost two years now, anyone that says that is a conspiracy theorist, is crazy. It can't happen. They're not hooked to the internet. Even CNN now is reporting the federal cybersecurity officials have verified this. Now, here's what's very interesting. The Democrats, through hacking democracy, um, and another movie, something changed. I can't remember the name of it now. Hacking Democracy and some other movie. Kill Chain. Thank you, Logan. Uh, they admitted on video back in 2016 this could happen. But then the same guy with this CISA told us what? He told us that this was the most secure election ever. But here's the interesting thing. CISA, the security federal security group, wants to tell us that this has never happened. It can happen. There are vulnerabilities, but it never happened. Don't you worry about it. Well, how do they know that? They don't. But even they are now admitting, according to CNN, federal cybersecurity officials have verified there are software vulnerabilities in certain ballot making or marking devices made by Dominion voting systems discovered during a controversial Georgia court case. Interesting, huh? Well, let's go to our guest first, our first guest, and I'll have him introduce our second guest, Dr. Doug Frank. Many of you remember Dr. Doug Frank. He's featured in our docu-movie, Absolute, no, he's featured in uh, Absolute Cover-Up, Absolute Interference, and Scientific Proof. Scientific Proof and then Absolute Interference, wasn't it, Logan? But he's featured in Absolute our scientific proof, Dr. Doug Frank. He's been going all over the country meeting with community leaders, patriots, people that are doing canvassing, trying to validate what happened in their county, in their precinct, in their state. And he's constantly bringing us new people to talk to about what they're doing and what they're hearing on the ground. We have an army of thousands and thousands of them across America that report back to us, and we give them a platform to share with us what's happening. And Dr. Doug Frank has brought us a new 
contact today. Dr. Frank, welcome back to Lindell TV. And I'm sitting in tonight, as you know, for Mike Lindell. Are you with us, Doug? Uh, all right, now he's frozen. We were just talking to him. I'm here, I'm all here. Right, there he is. How you doing, Dr. Hey. Doug? How you doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. I'm very excited. I'm in Oregon. And um, I, when I arrived here last week, I was supposed to be here for three days, and I started meeting all the local people on the ground. And I'm telling you, Oregon's a mess. They are a serious mess, and they know it. And there's like this pall of depression over the whole state. But once they heard my first talk, it suddenly the whole state's coming alive. And I, I stayed three extra days. It's like multiple talks a day, talking all around the, the state. It's really exciting. You can just see the people are really excited about this. They just needed a little help, needed to know what to do. But it always seems like I'm in the right place at the right time. I mean, I was in Tina Peters' office in Mesa, Colorado a year ago. And here I am in Oregon, and there's this major lawsuit about to happen here. And they need they need our help, they're exactly the kind of expertise we're bringing to bear. Um, are you going to bring Jeff on? or, or we is were, just we, I, I had announced that I was going to let you introduce him and bring him on. Yes. Okay, well... Um, I was the first night I was here. There's a, a radio commentator here. His name is Jeff Kropp. He's KSLM Salem, Oregon, and he's a, he was a former legislator. He's a real patriot. It's been a pleasure getting to know him. But anyway, he told me about a lawsuit that had just dropped in the state of Oregon, and the story goes like this. Oh, I think Dr. Frank just froze. You there, Dr. Frank? Dr. Frank. I'm here. I'm here. Are you there? Yeah, you must have bad internet on your side, I guess. I might have bad internet. I mean, I'm up in the mountains in Oregon. Maybe that's what it is. But uh, there's a citizen. His name's Tim Sipple, and he requested from his local county uh, to have information, you know, just like we do with all of our canvassers. We try to get the local county records, and the clerk denied them the information. So he appealed it in court, and the judge ordered the, the clerk to release the information. But when the clerk released the information, she didn't just release the information requested. She also released other information, like the SQL database and the ballot images and the roles. And potentially, we don't know yet, I'm about to find out, the logs. And so when the Secretary of State found out about this, she had a complete panic attack. And, she, and the Attorney General of the state filed a restraining order against Tim Sipple. And this is what the restraining order, it's, it says, quote, even when the systems are not directly connected to networks, they are vulnerable to attack through physical or wireless access. In other words, they've admitted that their state systems are hacked. And it goes on to read, quote, if the court enters a judgment requiring the release of the clear ballot database, that judgment would compromise the security of the election systems in 15 Oregon counties because 15 of their counties use that system. So the beautiful thing about this, and you know this because you've been following it so well for so long, that we've, we've been saying, Mike Lindell's been saying, that, we've, that these elections are hacked all across the country and that they've been interacted with over the Internet. We have recordings of all that. Well, everybody's been denying it, but here we have the Attorney General and, and the Secretary of State of Oregon admitting that their elections are accessible even when they're not connected to the networks. You know, this supposed air gap that you all hear about. So, and in fact, the article goes on to read, this seems to contradict everything we've been told about the 2020 election and the computer systems, which dozens of elections directors and officials told us were not connected to the internet and thus couldn't possibly be hacked. 
it's a brilliant it's a brilliant move it's just simply more evidence confirming what we've been saying all around the country that um our election systems are hacked so anyway what's the reason i'm involved and wouldn't you know here i happen to be just here at just the right moment is that the attorney his name is steve jonkis he's asked me to be an expert witness in the case because they need somebody to look at the data to find out if it really is this super revealing dangerous data my first guess is it's probably not that bad it's just going to be more of the same we've had before but the fact that they're panicking about it i think reveals the the fact that once you put the voter rolls into our hands we find the phantom voters and they don't like that either so but if the sql database is in there you remember the mesa 3 report in the Mesa 3 report, it showed manipulation using SQL, the SQL database. So if the SQL database is being revealed to us, the same exact type of evidence that Jeff O'Donnell and revealed in the Mesa 3 report could, could come out here too. And that would be lovely to find the exact same glitch in their software in another yet another brand of machines. Because that in the Mesa County case, that was the Dominion software. And in this case, it's it's a it's the clear ballot so it's, it's a different company go ahead and what you maybe don't know which i just led off with tonight was this article by cnn that came out on the 28th saturday may 28th have you seen this or not federal the review where they admit that dominion can be hacked yeah yeah <laughs> federal review says dominion software flaws haven't been exploited in elections well that's that's a deceptive headline because the real report says what Federal election secure federal cybersecurity officials have verified there are software vulnerabilities in certain ballot marking devices made by Dominion voting systems discovered during a controversial Georgia case, which could, in theory, allow a malicious actor to tamper with the devices, according to a draft analysis reviewed by CNN. But they go on to say, but it didn't happen. Well, right. they don't know that. But hey, look, we've actually gotten them to go from saying this was the most secure election in American history. You're crazy for talking about machines. You're crazy for talking about hacking. You're crazy for saying they even could be connected to the internet to everything we have said so far is now true. They're now admitting everything we've been saying for a year and a half is true. All those conspiracies that are now true. Even CNN and the federal government's admitting it. Exactly, so that, I'm very excited. And and I gotta tell you, um, I did. what's happened in order- By the way, this, this, this has gotta help Mike Lindell's case. Oh, 100%. In fact, they, there's nothing stopping them from filing an injunction here in Oregon, just like we have in other states. You've got the AG of the state admitting their machines are hackable wirelessly. Come on, what else do you need? What a, It's the perfect argument to have an injunction. And, and is your is the attorney general of that state a conservative or a liberal? Say that again? Is the, is the attorney general of Oregon a conservative or a liberal? Oh, man, this, this place is so communist. The the, the 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 state of Oregon is in such bad shape. Uh, the Heritage Foundation rates them like 48th out of 50 of the worst secure elections in the country. They do all mail-in balloting. I feel sorry for these people. They know they've been taken over, you know, and they're suffering the tyranny of the government here. So but look at all now these. They have hope. So you got you've got the federal cybersecurity officials admitting it. CNN's yep. reporting it. You've got the Attorney General of Oregon admitting it. I mean. All of a sudden, this isn't a right-wing conspiracy anymore. It seems like a left-wing conspiracy. <laughs> but aren't they the ones that started it? I mean, aren't they the ones in hacking democracy and kill chain? Aren't the left, aren't the progressives the one that actually started lifting up a shout about the machines being hackable? On, I mean, maybe someone on the right mentioned it before them. But certainly, holy cow, we've got Kamala Harris. 
We've got all kinds of people on the left admitting this. Yeah, everybody forgets that Hillary was screaming bloody murder after 2016 that the Russians hacked our elections. And a lot of the evidence we have today is because of the investigations that the, le the left, the Democrats, ordered. Uh, so much of, the, like, for example, that CNN article you were just showing, the people who did that investigation they're referring to were commissioned by the left. And it came out in the Georgia case because of the work on the left trying to prove 2016 was hacked. So, yes, it, you know, it, it's, it's, I always like to tell people this is not a Republican issue. This is not a Democrat issue. This is a us versus them issue. The people versus the government, the establishment wants to keep the elections the way they are because they can control them. We have to take them back. The people have to take them back. And like our common friend Tony Shoup just told me the other week, I love that lady, super mom from Pennsylvania. She says, education is key, but the fix is local. So each county needs to take over their own election. They need to go to their county commissioners and say, hey, here's the evidence that our elections are being hacked. We don't want to participate in this system anymore because they're stealing our votes. All, all the while, they are trying. They were trying to push, uh, what was it, HR1 or whatever the bill number was, that was yeah. going to federalize the election. And, and yet the key, to, the key to this is to get rid of the machines and have 100% local control of the voting. 100%. I was just showing in my talk earlier that um, that if if you show me data from a state that's centrally controlled, I can predict it down to the precinct level. If you show me data where the elections are controlled at the county level, I cannot predict it to the precinct level. I have to. I can only predict it to the county level. So uh, it's it's our elections. The outcome of our elections should not be determined by which election systems we're using. It should be determined by the voters. And it's a smoking gun. I've got some new data. Maybe maybe on another program, I'll, I'll, you and I will set up and I'll show you those evidence. It's just remarkable. But, you know, I, I wouldn't have discovered a lot of this except I've been in 40 states now and just pounding the pavement. And it's so exciting. I just can't tell you, Brian, how exciting it is all around the country to see these groups rising up all over the country. And then with Mike following all the injunctions uh, state by state, this is happening. It's finally coming around. There's a lot of inertia in the public, but it's coming around. It's really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to be. Did you want to meet Jeff? Is Jeff? Is Jeff in the? Yeah, range? is Jeff ready, Logan? All right, Jeff's going to join us. He's going to have to come on by audio, but Jeff's going to join us now. So, Jeff, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Brandon, great to be with you. And uh, Dr. Frank, hey, good to see you again. I'll see you tomorrow night. Has, yeah, tell everybody a... what's tomorrow night. Tell everybody. So, so tomorrow night uh, is a once a month meeting of the longest running conservative group in the Portland metro area. It's called the Executive Club and it's been going since the 70s. They've been very, very impactful over the years uh, in politics. And um, we, we're gonna have about 100 people there. They're, they're very anxious. And I gotta tell you, Dr. Frank, I'm already hearing from people. They have been hearing about what you have been talking about across the state. And they're very interested and very excited uh, because we've just passed a bunch of laws to make uh, cheating in Oregon uh, the order of the day. I hate to admit it, but it's true. Yes, and you know, you're the one that put me on to the Attorney General uh, story just the other night um, when I spoke at that first church that, where I was. And I, I so appreciate meeting patriots like you. I guess we have another big event coming up in September too, something like that. We do. We have a, a yearly event called the Gathering of the Eagles. It's held on a private ramp ranch uh, outside of the state capitol. 
up on top of a mountain in a great big old airplane hangar. And um, we are we are hoping that we can talk you and Dr. Um, or you and Mike Lindell to come on out and, and join us out there. Um, because the focus is going to be on voter integrity. With the new laws, the legislature Democrats just passed without a single Republican vote, uh, that basically it makes, makes it cheating um, so, so profoundly possible that it, it's scary. For instance, this new bill, one of the new bills, allows mail-in ballots to be counted for seven days afterwards after the actual election date, even if they do not have a postal mark on them. Oh, brother. <laughs> so so in relation to what you've uncovered, uh, Dr. Yeah. Frank and the 2000 mules, I mean, just just think about what that could could mean yeah. in close elections. In fact, we have a House district election right now that is two votes apart, literally two votes apart. That's all it is. So. Other things that have happened here are, and this is why we so value your cooperation and your education, Dr. Frank, in how these systems can be manipulated. But it's just stunning that our attorney general would literally say that these <laughs> systems, even though they're not connected directly to the networks, can right. be wirelessly hacked. Yes. Nobody's admitted that before. It's stunning. Right. Yes, it wow. is. So tell us, Jeff, about the case in Oregon before we, we we're going to have to move quickly because we got started late due to technical issues. I got one more guest. But tell us about what your attorney general in Oregon is is stating. And your attorney general, by the way, we were talking about before we came on the air. He, this is not some right winger, right? No, she is a uh, very much a left wing uh, person. And so there was there was a case where voter data, which is normally available, was requested uh, by um, a grassroots activist. And they included some information that they didn't want to include. And so they got a restraining order against that information being uh, available at all, even to the, to the, uh, the grassroots person who requested it. So that's when the attorney general then stepped in on behalf of the Secretary of State. And the Secretary of State is the one who's a very much a leftist also, uh, who sought the restraining order. And the, sec the Attorney General then stepped in to make this astonishing statement. This is normally data, gentlemen, that is available to anyone who can request it. But they have chosen because I think they know that they're going to get caught at something here. And it really relates to what Dr. Frank's been sharing with us that's not only happened across the country, but, you know, we've had vote by mail in Oregon for well over 20 years. Wow. And they have learned, apparently, how to manipulate the system so profoundly well that the Oregon attorney general has to come out and admit that these systems can be hacked. So in my lightning quick mind, I'm thinking to myself, well, aren't these systems not supposed to be hackable? Right. They're not supposed to have wireless modems in them. The county clerks are told and they order the machines without wireless modems, but they're in them anyway, apparently, according to the attorney general. Yes. So the only thing I can think of is here is is that this opens a Pandora's box for lawsuits, especially if we can get them into federal court, because in, the Oregon courts are owned by the governor. She's appointed most of the justices in the Supreme Court and 
the appeals court. And so you're not going to get anything done in state court. You have to do this in federal court. I think we need to argue in federal court that the attorney general has admitted that these machines are not um, capable not of producing. A, they're, not, they're not securable, precisely. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And, and I don't know if you heard, Jeff, before we came on the air, we were mentioning the CNN article from Saturday where they're reporting that the federal cybersecurity officials have verified there are software vulnerabilities in certain ballot marking devices made by Dominion voting systems. Well, uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me given what we learned out of Mesa County, Colorado, right, Dr. Frank? That, that exactly. Uh, in, involved in. Wow. It's, it's just stunning to me, again, that all of this time we have been assuming, and, and i got to tell you, in Oregon, we've been assuming all of these years that the elections are just what they are. Right. And voter turnout drives it all, and the unions get out there and they pound on doors, and Republicans can't match it, and that's why we lose elections. Well, it may not be the case. It may be the case that, according to Dr. Frank's data, that voters are added into the system. And I mean, you, you got to understand, we passed a bill called Motor Voter in Oregon. It has added 800,000 people to the voter rolls, most of whom are unaffiliated voters, and they don't vote. Right. So, so Dr. Frank has shown how that is a potential gold mine of fake ballots that can be used potentially to swing an election. And I got to tell you, um, it, this is why we want to have this big event and have Mike Lindell and Dr. Frank out in September. So. Do we lose you, Jeff? Or I think we lost Jeff. Dr. Frank? We lost both of them. All right. Well, apologize to both of them. But I think we kind of got to the meat of the issue there. And uh, we'll keep you posted on the case out of Oregon. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Todd Benzman, America's Border War. That's the name of his book, as you know. He's a regular here on Lindell TV. He literally has just returned from the border. He also has some video footage he has sent us. We'll play that for you as well. Now, remember, I'm Brandon House sitting in for Mike Lindell tonight. Normally, I am his co-host. Tonight, I'm by myself as Eric Carmen would say, all by myself. Some of you have no clue what I'm referring to. It just went right over your head. Others do, and you're thinking, wow, he's actually into pop culture a little bit. Uh, it's a great song from the 1980s, if you don't know it. But anyway, and Celine Dion also re did a remake of it. Um, but Mike is out on business tonight, and uh, while he is out there fighting for us, let's make sure we're supporting him. By going to MyPillow.com, using that powerful promo code L77. Use that powerful promo code L77. Don't forget, Father's Day is coming up. And the robes, the MyPillow robes, I own one. I was wearing it this morning when I was drinking my morning coffee. They're fabulous. So you might want to get one of those. And the slippers, the MyPillow slippers are awesome as well. So please support what Mike is doing by going to MyPillow.com using the promo code L77. Also, the uh, buy one, get one free. That is only going to go on for a little bit longer, so take advantage of it while it does. All right, again, I want to thank Dr. Frank for being with us as well as Jeff, and uh, sorry that we lost him, but that's, you know I think we were to the end and we got to get one more guest in here. So Todd Binsman will join us right after this break. It's Lindell TV. I'm Brandon House. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Just like you, I had problems sleeping. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Not only that, I do all my own manufacturing in my home state of Minnesota. I really like the fact that it was made in the USA. I think that USA products are a better quality product. I've tried a lot of other pillows, and nothing's worked like my pillow. Before my pillow, sleeping was a nightmare. First night I got it, slept like a baby. Just was out, completely out. I sleep better. I wake up, I feel refreshed, I feel healthy. My pillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code and for a limited time, you'll get my amazing buy one, get one free offers. For example, get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets made with the world's best cotton and get a second set absolutely free. My six piece towel says, buy one set and get another set absolutely free. My roll and go anywhere, my pillows. Buy one, get another one, absolutely free. Get my classic premium, my pillow, and get another one, absolutely free. And so many more buy one, get one free offers from couch cushions to accent pillows, from blankets to beach towels, and so much more. Remember, my BOGO extravaganza is for a limited time. So call the number on your screen now or go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. Thank you and God bless. Glad you are with us. And again, before we're joined by Todd Benzman, uh, we just, we're excited to have this new um, venture over at MyStore.com. I developed this uh, a supplement health energy drink several years ago, but we finally were able to uh, take the time to get it over there at mystore.com. And uh, it, again, you have to take my word for it. It's bilberry extract, grapeseed extract, red wine extract, um, blueberry extract. All the details are at mystore.com. Click on the link health. Go to mystore.com. Uh, I can go there and show it to you, by the way. Just go to my store. Whoop, that's the wrong one. Mystore.com. There we go. Just go to mystore.com. When you get there, go to the top of the page and you'll see health. I don't know if you guys can show my computer or not, but just click on health. And when you do, it will pop up right away. Extractivity. Again, uh, you don't have to take my word for it. Do your own homework on what these supplements will do. An all natural energy and health drink. Use that promo code L77. We just started offering this last Thursday on the broadcast and already it has taken off. So again, I take it every day. I have been taking it for years and years. I mean, I developed it with a team of supplement experts. Uh, and uh, again, if you're looking for an all natural energy and health drink, uh, this is something you should consider. Go to mystore.com if you're interested in more details. Click on the link at the top of the page where it says health and you'll see Extractivity. Be sure to use that promo code L77. Price goes down from $49.99 to $29.99, uh, 30 day supply. Uh, again, uh, I have it, have been taking it for years. I like to take it in the morning, but sometimes around three o'clock, I start feeling groggy and tired. Uh, you don't need to go get a soda or one of those uh, energy drinks that are not all natural. Some of those can be dangerous if you do the studies, look at the studies of those suckers. Uh, but this all natural energy drink, check it out. Again, mystore.com, click on the link 
uh, health, and you'll see extract jevity. Of course, I always do the disclaimer, this product has not been, uh, you know, verified by the FDA to prevent, cure, or, uh, you know, eliminate any disease. So we're not making any claim in that way. It's just an all-natural health and energy drink. Uh, MyStore.com, use the promo code L77. Well, Todd Bensman went down to the border. He literally just got back. I called him today, asked him if he could join us for a quick update. We're running a little behind due to technical difficulties that cut into our show. So we're sorry they'll be running behind. Todd, thank you for joining us. Great to be here. Thank you. When you say you just got back, you mean literally you just got back. Well, I got back Sunday uh, just in time for uh, Memorial Day. I had some family events, so got back Sunday night. Well, what did you see? And I think we might have some video footage along the way the guys are grabbing. But what, what did you see? Could, could bring us an update, would you please? Well, my main takeaway was that we are, ha we are uh, experiencing a roaring conveyor belt that is just moving tens of thousands of illegal immigrants by bus and plane into the American heartland despite a judge's uh, uh, ruling that they do Title 42 expulsions. But what I found was so many exemptions uh, punched into the soup bowl that the soup bowl can't hold any soup at all. Uh, we are seeing exemptions made for wide categories of nationalities. So it's no longer, you know, are you a single male? If you are, we, we uh, kick you back or a vulnerable uh, family or uh, LGBTQ or something like that. We take you, uh, but instead they're taking in anybody who is Nicaraguan, hmm. anybody who is Venezuelan, anybody who is Colombian, anybody who is from Africa, anybody who is from the Middle East, anybody who is from Asia, uh, they are only kicking back, it looks like, uh, some Central Americans, uh, Hondurans and Guatemalans, but almost everybody else is getting free passage right onto Greyhound buses and right onto American Airlines jets to at least 15 states that I could count all day long, seven days a week. So, so much for Title 42 and the judge's uh, ruling that we, that we made, that he maintained it. They found ways to pretty well subvert uh, Title 42. So don't, don't count on that anymore. And Nobody, these are all illegal immigrants. All of them. Within two days of crossing that border, they are being delivered by Border Patrol to this nonprofit in Del Rio and nonprofits just like it up and down the border, which arrange the transportation, the chartered buses, the aircraft to come to Del Rio, Texas. It's right on the border, small community, um, just probably about 40 miles from Uvalde. Uh, is where all the where where I saw this happening, and, and uh, I saw a guy in a military fatigues. Is that National Guard or what is that? The 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 Texas National Guard on the day that I was there was providing all of the crowd control for the illegal immigrants to board the buses. Um, so the the state police 
or the I'm sorry, the state, uh, the National Guard, are at least on that day were involved in providing, you know, the facilitation to get onto the buses. And you can see, I, I can't see my video right now, but uh, it's, if they're lined up and there's a, a, a Caucasian blonde gal cutting off their wristbands and. Okay, so what that is, is the Border Patrol brings them to the nonprofit right out of detention and they disgorge from the from the Border Patrol bus in a line and then they're brought into, well, the Border Patrol bus is pulling up right next to, I don't know if you can see it there, right next to the Greyhound bus. Yeah, we can see that. Which has its own line of people immigrants boarding it to to depart the borderlands and go into the interior so that so that's the assembly line they drop they the border patrol brings them they buy their tickets call their family whatever and a couple hours later they're on one of these charter buses or they're being taken over to the del rio international airport and now so there's a there's a that looks like a texas national guard you you zoomed in on his uh texas flag patch on his arm yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, they're they are in the um, they're they're in the charge of border patrol. Those the, that those contingents have been given to border patrol to to um, use as they see fit, and I guess they see fit to help you know put all these illegal immigrants onto these buses. Um, now, what what I will tell you is that that Title Forty Two, in case you your listeners forgot what's supposed to happen is no immigrant caught crossing the border not one is allowed in to claim asylum they all are supposed to be instantly deported that's how it was under donald trump uh the crisis that we're in right now with two and a half three million illegal uh apprehensions of illegals is because when biden came in he cut out two big exemptions from Title 42. In other words, if you were a family with young children and you crossed the border, they stopped pushing them back. And that meant that we had two million families rush in through the gap, right? Because that's how it works. If you make an exemption for one group, they tell each other about it. And then the other one was for unaccompanied minors. So the crisis that we're in right now has to do with the exemptions we cut in to Title 42 under Biden. But we were still pushing back the vast majority of families with older kids and single adults. So it was like somewhat of a control. It wasn't a completely wide open border. By exempting all of these extracontinental nationalities, uh, it's far more of an open border than anything we've seen to date. Uh, and that means that uh, the caravan that is forming right now, if you if you Google it, I don't have that video, but right now there is a caravan of 11,000 down in Tapachula, Mexico, that is headed this way. Uh, and the reason is because the makeup of that caravan are going to be all of the nationalities that Biden is now exempting in. The ones that I saw boarding the buses. They text each other, they're in chat rooms, and it's gotten them very excited down in Tapachula, uh, uh, you know, understandably, uh, because, you know, 
there's a grapevine. So I think what what we'll be seeing uh, very shortly is, you know, this sort of sharp increase in especially those nationalities, Cubans, Colombians, uh, tons of Peruvians. I've never seen Peruvians before uh, until this trip. And a senior border patrol agent told me, I mean, a high ranking one told me that they're getting 500 Peruvians a day. All of them are just waved right in. And what is the concern with any of these countries? I know when we were talking Venezuela, there's a relationship between Iran and Venezuela where they're helping to get these people into the U.S. for nefarious reasons, correct? And what other countries are of concern on that list? Well, obviously, there's national security concern when you have lots of strangers coming from places like Syria, Iraq, Bangladesh, countries where there are terrorist organizations active or, or places where all of the societal institutions are preaching violent jihad for people's entire lives uh, and uh, Sharia law and that sort of thing. And so there is a higher, ele an elevated risk that people from the Middle Eastern countries who are completely exempt, they now will be able to just, I mean, I'm hearing that there's all kinds of Somalis down there in Southern Mexico. So get ready for a bunch of Somalis. Um, in Africa. And if anyone remembers Black Hawk Down, that's Somalia. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a, there's a Al-Shabaab and um, it's a failed state with a lot that's run by uh, terrorist jihadist organizations for 30 years. Um, terrible. And, and, and our tax dollars are paying for all of this. Well, your tax dollars will pay for all of the housing and the shelter and the food and the processing, the tickets are going to be picked up by the immigrants themselves. Uh, the air tickets, the the bus tickets. How do they have money for that? How do these immigrants have money for that? Oh, they all have money. Nobody don't don't ever believe the narrative that these are poor, bedraggled, uh, you know, economic, uh, you know, desperate, impoverished people. They all have money. They're wearing nice clothing. They all have the most, the latest iPhones and. Yeah, just forget that. <laughs> That's just narrative. Um, wow. Wow. Okay, so are you going to release a report on this anywhere? Yes. Uh, there's one coming at CIS.org. I submitted it this morning. I don't think it's gone up. It'll probably go up tomorrow morning. And I've got a full video report that's being that's in progress. Now, I'm giving you the scoop on all of this. Uh, you and your viewers have a, a, a an early scoop. On, on what I found down. Well, we appreciate that. Okay, we'll be getting you back, I'm sure, before the week is over once that's up. CIS.org, CIS.org, and ToddBinsman.com, ToddBinsman.com, and CIS.org. His book, Border Wars, you'll find it on Amazon. Folks, thank you for joining us tonight. Keep supporting what we're doing and getting out the truth. MyPillow.com, promo code L77. Thanks for watching. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.